What's up, guys? Welcome to Just, Just a Bit Outside, a special edition of Charger Overtime broadcast. I'm Ford here with Miles Perry, Jacob Dever, and we're here uh, giving you an exciting show today, talking about Donovan Mitchell uh, versus Jamal Murray, and another exciting topic about Heritage Hall alumni that you'll see later on. You guys listening right now, you don't know, but we're right now we're videotaping this podcast. Uh, you know, we're making it a little more special this way, but. If you're watching right now, uh, you can see this room's not looking too pretty sharp yeah. right now, <laughs> but no, it's no. getting renovated. So our first topic today is Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray. Oh, it, was a, it was a great, it was a great series. I, I feel like it was a great matchup. They gave us the people what they wanted to see. That series overall was just amazing, and I honestly, to me, I was not expecting anything like that out of Jamal Murray. Um, I was basically only expecting Donovan Mitchell to just light him up <laughs> and uh, expecting the series to just be all jazz. And that's what it looked like at first. Uh, they came out with a 3-1 lead at first, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the Nuggets came out of nowhere, and Jamal Murray started lighting it up, dropping yeah, I mean, 50. A blown 3-1 lead. You can't ask for anything more exciting. Who Did you have the Nuggets? I mean, not the Nuggets, the Jazz won the series before the series even started? Or... <sighs> I had the I, nu- I had the Nuggets winning because I always thought the Nuggets had a better overall team. Yeah, I mean Jokic and Murray, but I thought Donovan Mitchell was way better than Murray. Uh, yeah, entering that series, but man, they, I mean Murray, that was shocking. I mean, fifty points. I was. I mean, obviously the Nuggets, I think, are a better team. They obviously have a lot more size to them. Yeah. Um, they got more, I guess, star power because. You look at the Jazz. I mean, they have Donovan Mitchell, and you can consider Rudy Gobert. I mean, he's a pretty big star, but like, yeah. it's nothing like Jokic and Jamal Murray, like that kind of duo. In this topic, what we're talking about here, though, is Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray, and who do you guys have? I got Jamal Murray. I had Jamal Murray before the the series started, though. I'm gonna say that Jamal. I, but I've always watched the Nuggets, so I've always thought Jamal Murray was good. A lot of people haven't watched. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. Nuggets play. Yeah. So. I mean, before this, yeah, definitely Donovan Mitchell. After this, Jamal Murray coming back from a 3-1 lead, he looked like the leader of that team. I got to disagree with you guys. Um, I still think Donovan Mitchell's better. Yeah, I think that series, Jamal Murray definitely got the best of him. Uh, I think Jamal Murray, I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell might have him on defense. And then uh, Jamal Murray's more off and on to me, I feel like. I mean, obviously – he was dropping 50 and everything, but also, yeah. like, that doesn't happen so often. It doesn't happen at all in the league so often, but, like, you don't see many consistent games out of him as you do with Donovan Mitchell. But And I think also Jamal Murray has a better team surrounding him. He does. Yeah, for sure. Like, so I said the Nuggets have a better overall team. The, I don't feel like the Jazz have a supporting cast for Donovan Mitchell. I feel like they just have a Rudy Gobert. And I never thought Ingles was good. I feel like he was <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? He'd hit a couple of threes here. More shooter, yeah. And I never thought O'Neal was good. They signed him to a, an extension last year, but I don't think that he has enough. Just in general around him, like because the Nuggets, you have Jeremy Grant, Yo- like you said, Jokic, yeah. and you got Bobo, Michael Porter Jr., a bunch of young guys that are, are really good for being young guys. And then you got then you got a bunch then you got experience like Mason Plumlee and stuff coming off the bench. So I mean, this is they have a better team. And more experience in the playoffs. I'm I'm honestly surprised that the Nuggets aren't better than they actually are, just because yeah. their team is. I mean, you look at that and they roster. Got Paul Millsap. I forgot about Paul Millsap. Yeah, they're yeah. deep. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, if I looked at that roster before the season, I would have been like, "This team's insane." But yeah, Will, Will Barton is not even in the bubble right now, and then Gary Harrison come back till Game Seven. Yeah. So I mean, that's how deep they are. Like you, you forgot about them because the like I said, the young guys came up in 
they were playing well, Bobo and Michael Porter. The Jazz, I mean, you could consider them deep also, but yeah, there's just – I honestly, I mean, Nuggets are clearly one of the more deeper teams in the yeah. NBA, uh, if not – or t- probably top three, in my opinion. And Rudy Gobert, I mean, he's a terrific defensive player, but I, I don't yeah. think he's given him much help. On offense. offense yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's more just – once in a while, post guy. No, Mike Conley. <laughs> I thought Mike Conley was gonna have a bigger role this year. He's kind of like I don't know. He scored a lot here and there, but he didn't yeah. really score. Yeah, I he, think whenever we first saw that signing by the Jazz, we were all just like, "Whoa!" Like, what just happened? Excited, and then yeah. you know, it hasn't really panned out. Yes, mm-hmm. man, it was year one. I'm not going down that that, that yeah. little duo between Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell because it was year it was year one. Yeah. We'll see what they'll bring next year. And we we haven't even seen Bol Bol yet, like Volley. I mean, we saw um, a glimpse. We've we've seen we've seen Bol Bol in Orlando, and that's about it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm but honestly excited for him in the future. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. I I feel like because he got hurt in college, his draft stock went completely. Oh yeah, down. and he was really. I mean, he, how he played in the bubble, he was playing on doing that in college and high school. So I feel like we when he got hurt, people just missed out on that. Yeah, and honestly, I like Darius Basley, but I feel like I remember when. We, before we drafted him, I told my dad we need to draft Bo Bo. Yeah, I was the <laughs> same way. I was yeah. like, I was like, how did Bo Bo get in the second round? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An amazing story. His dad was like one of the tallest players. Yeah. ever to play New in the Bowl. NBA. Yeah. yeah, and he's better than his dad. His dad wasn't that good. Yeah, of of what I've heard and read about from my father, he said he was he was tall and sorry, but I mean, <laughs> so yeah, and he's a gu- he's like a guard at seven foot two. He yeah, there's the three. there's moments in in the bubble where he was moving Jokic out of the way just so he can take up the ball and he yeah. just would and pull Jokic up. Jokic is about what seven six eleven and he's yeah. he's bringing it up full court too. So I mean, when you see that they're basically centers bringing up the ball, that's kind of scary if you think about it. Oh yeah, and they both can shoot the three. That's what's scary about the Nuggets is that their shortest starters like. Six nine. <laughs> uh, all right, next topic. We got to move on. Uh, this is an interesting topic. I kind of got to explain. We'll probably use this more uh, down the road. It's called we call it Mount Rushmore, and we'll have like a certain topic with Mount Rushmore. We all have our top four things for this. Um, so like right now, our topics for is is for Heritage Hall alumni. So I'll start it off. My Mount Rushmore for Heritage Hall alumni is um, starting off with Graham Colton. Um, yeah, most of you guys probably know him, he, you know, quarterback, uh, state first state champion for Heritage Hall. If you didn't know that, he was quarterback and he was with Wes Wilker. And then I got Roman fan soccer next. Uh, obviously, clearly great baseball player. Um, insane in high school. Uh, Draper coached him up and ended up becoming a superstar. Uh, William McDonald, most of you guys probably know him. He's more Big of a recent Will. player. <laughs> yeah. Big Will. Miles played basketball with him. He knows. Um, but I won't even – I mean, I kind of put him in both basketball and the golf, obviously. Obviously, he's probably in this for golf just because he's probably, like, one of the best golfers to go through Heritage, if not the best. But uh, he's obviously an insane basketball player. And if it – sorry to say this, but if it, like, if it weren't for Trey, he probably would have been our best player easily. Yes, easily. Uh, and then my final one is Garrett McLaughlin. Uh, as we can tell this year, he's one of the, on like out of like four pros at a heritage all history out of all sports, um, got drafted like eighth overall, um, to Houston, I'm pretty sure. And that's obviously an amazing achievement in high school. I'm not saying he. Gatorade player of the year twice. Yeah. Two time Gatorade player of the year. And that can't get much better than that. So for me, I'd probably have to go with Wes Welker. 
Sterling Shepard right off the bat. I mean, two amazing slot receivers. Wes Welker, obviously, I mean, he should be a Hall of Famer. Here pretty soon, yeah. Yeah. And um, Craig Brown, obviously, we got to go with Craig Brown. Just saw him. Uh, <laughs> walked by him in the halls. Um, good sighting. On lunch duty. Yeah. Rare sighting. <laughs> and to finish it off, Barry J. Sanders, son of Barry Sanders. Uh, and honestly, if he didn't have to, you know, wait on the bench behind Christian McCaffrey, he probably could be playing in the NFL right now. Yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's 99 overall Madden, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And mine are uh, Lamar Batista. He's a pro soccer player. He was great for Heritage Hall, and he was actually really good at basketball, too, when he was here. He helped win a state championship. Um, and then I got Erica Wakefield. And then I got Philip Smitham. Everybody recently knows yeah. who Philly is, leading uh, the football team in reception yards last year and helping win a basketball and football state championship. And he's just a gr- I feel like Phillip's going to be great at Harvard. I mean, too bad they didn't get to play this year. Yeah. So I feel like I'll, I'll shout to Phillip. And then I got Connor Carey, one of the leading rushers at Heritage Hall, helped win a state championship in football, a couple state championships in football, and is at Air Force right now playing football. Yeah. And, I mean, if you guys don't know who Erica Wakefield is, uh, she graduated back in, like, 2000, uh, I don't even know, 15, 14, something like that, and uh, – she was a star basketball player, went on to play at Tulsa, ended up being pretty good. Um, and if you guys didn't notice, this list is more of, you know, more recent players. Obviously, yeah, we're yeah. just in high school and we haven't been around <laughs> very long, so we don't we, – we're not, like, very in close contact with any old players except yeah. you saw that we Craig obviously Graham. had to put Wes Walker in there. And then um, Graham Colton, big name at Heritage Hall, and then Craig Brown, who – Probably the oldest. Yeah, he's definitely the oldest out of this list, and – the only, I mean, like, obviously he's just one of the Heritage Hall known players just because he was a leading scorer, all-time scorer at Heritage Hall for the longest time until Trey recently beat him this past year. Yeah. Um, and he coached and taught, I think, at least me, me and Jacob. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure about no, you. He didn't, no, he didn't teach me. Okay, yeah. Or- Craig Brown, uh, honestly, like, I don't think he's appreciated enough because people forget that he – played without even a three-pointer and was leading scorer for the longest time. And I think people don't tend to think, because I, I bet you when everybody hears Mr. Brown, they think of middle school Mr. You know, like don't think of yeah basketball Mr. Brown. So I feel like, and I don't feel like we do a lot of talking about old past players at our school. I feel like we, we're stuck in our, oh, you hear about the kid in our grade? And yeah, recency bias. Yeah. We just, that's what we're surrounded with. No offense to the old heads or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just we are in our generation, our time. Yeah. It's it's different for us. Yeah, I'm sure if we were had a person who graduated in the 80s, like my dad or something, he could <laughs> be correcting us on a lot of this. But this is just we wanted to put in like our top basically 12 players since each of us had four. Um, and then also, who do you guys have next? Trey Alexander. That's an obvious Trey, one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Gotta go with Trey. That one's that one's an early. I mean, you can I obviously mean, he- tell. For our class of 2021, he's the leading one for us. I mean, that will make a mark lasting for a long time. Definitely. I mean, you don't have anybody else. No offense, we have a great class of athletes. Like, we're deep in athletes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's the only one that's made a big impact like that, how these past people have. Yeah, clearly, or I mean, I, I don't want to be like like that, but he yeah. uh, he is the best best player to go through Heritage Hall. Um, I mean, no one's ever gotten, like, offers like this or anything. Yeah. Uh, 
And, I mean, he's already the leading all-time scorer, and he's not even played a senior year yet. So yeah. Yeah. if that doesn't tell you enough. Yeah. And, you know, Wes Welker went undrafted. I mean, he was relatively unknown all the way, yeah. like, high school through college. But Trey already has so much recognition. And I think a, a little bit has to do with the technology we have today. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, Wes Welker didn't have a mixtape. There was no such thing as a mixtape back when he was mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, so they didn't have Huddle. Yeah. It, it, yes. Great point. They didn't have Huddle. It was word of mouth. All right, two more players I got to add to the who's next. Um, two other players in our grade, class 2021, Gray Thomas and Jackson Job. Yes. Those are two obvious yeah. ones. Uh, right now, I think they're currently playing in the perfect game uh, down downtown in OKC. So if that doesn't tell you enough, that might poss- possibly be drafted at a high school. Yeah. yeah. Being dead serious. Yeah, they Jack- got a legit shot. That's, yeah, if you guys didn't tell, Jackson Job's not playing football this year. And, I'm pretty sure it's just for him to focus on baseball. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, if you could, like, leave right out of high school should, and go to yeah, a pro team, for like, sure. that's a no-brainer. Oh, yeah, don't want to risk getting injured or anything. And we still have great depth at the QB position. Yeah, so. Rob's doing great. Rob had yeah. a great game last night. Yeah, talking about last night, next topic. Uh, real quick, what did you guys think of the game? It was me and Ford played in the game. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, we'll be a little biased. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fun, muddy. It was kind of perfect weather. It wasn't too. Oh hot. yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, fans yeah. might have thought it was boring for a while there, just yeah. because it was that it game, was a slow rolling game, many penalties. To tell you how long the game was, we didn't start the third quarter till nine fifteen. Wow, and started at seven. <laughs> didn't get on the bus to leave till ten forty five. I didn't get I didn't get home till twelve. Long day. It was a good day, though. Yeah, we and got we got Ford, the dub. Ford scored a touchdown, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. TD four. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, if you guys didn't notice, we usually would have another man along board, Max Chard. Yeah. He was unable to make it today. I'm pretty sure for cross country. But, yeah, this is the end of our, bro- our podcast. Uh, actually, I guess you can consider it a vodcast since we got the cameras going right now. Uh, and last but not least, uh, shout out to the Insta just a bit outside. Um, follow that, please. Yeah, go follow the ground. We'll keep that updated. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you guys.